0: This is an extract from an online video, a conversation between myself, Richard Lang, and several other people. I think we're so deeply conditioned, you, you won't change your conditioning. So what you, but what you can do is you can see the unconditioned where you are. The space is always available. And, uh, for example, years ago, I, I, I was noticing that when you drive, you don't move, but the scenery moves, right? You, you're aware of that. Right? You you see that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I thought, oh, obviously, all the time now, I've got to be aware that I'm still in the scenery moves. I couldn't do it. Then I realized, I don't have to. See, that is trying to hold on to an aspect of the experience, trying to hold on to a feeling or a realization, and you can't. So I think uh, as you take it for a ride, you learn, uh, uh, what is essential and what isn't, and these realizations or the the idea that you've always got to be aware, your thoughts are out in the world, you won't do it, but you don't need to. You don't even have to kind of extend this 24-7, because that, you know, if you look now at your side of the screen at the nothingness, it's not in time, is it? It doesn't have a time on it. Right. You know, it's here. It's sort of 11 o'clock or whatever it is there in in the room. But here there's no time, no movement, no time. So, I mean, how can you extend the timeless nothing? You can't do it. The effort to keep it going all the time is, you know, is an effort. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You know, sometimes we have to put in effort and sometimes we don't. But it's not about either putting in effort or not, there's a rhythm. And out there you see in the world, in your experience, in the in content of the space, there's always rhythm, opposites, between effort and no effort, or joy and sorrow, or up and down. And that is the way it's given, including the feeling of remembering and forgetting as it happens. If you think, oh, forgotten, join the club. Obviously, you want to remember more because most of the time you've been forgetting. But you'll never get to a, I'm always remembering, I'm always remembering, I'm always remembering. That is like an idol. That's putting up an idol and worshipping it, really. And Mm -hmm. so I think if you gradually, you'll find this out. You can uh, relax uh, in the sense that you're not taking your spiritual temperature all the time. Partly because whenever you look, it's there, Right. You look now, is it there? Can you see your face? No, do you, instead you see the world, right? That's it. People say to me, I don't think I've got it. I don't think I've got it. I say, can you see your head now? They say, no. Can you see the world instead? Yes, you've got it. But you know, that other person is having a wow experience and they're really, you can see it's really meaning a lot. That is their response today. It'll change. And your response is different, you see. So we learn to accept that we've got a different response. And there isn't a right one. And there isn't one that's always going to be true finally when we arrive, you know. It's very humble in a way, you see. It's saying, you know, can you see your head now? But this is not an intellectual argument. This is direct looking, isn't it? non nonverbal. And you say, but it doesn't mean anything to me. I say, well, just keep looking and see if meaning comes to you. It will. But you you don't know what it is. And it may be in a form that you don't expect. Mm. In fact, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you. That yeah. Was, really, that was really good. And this opens everything up, you see. I mean, you can hear my voice happening in your consciousness, right? And then yeah. you can hear your voice in the same consciousness. So I say now you've got two voices. You speak, you know, my voice is in, I know your, yours is yours and mine's Richard's, you know. So we distinguish at the social level. A baby couldn't do that, but you can do that. But now you add into the mix, but both voices, Richard's and yours are in this one silence. So I could say, I could say, well, both are mine. I don't know what either of them is going to say next. (laughs) (laughs) It's just coming out of the void, right? That's my experience. Yeah, there you are. (laughs) Yeah, you see? So you've got many voices as well as many faces. And you see, the, the the danger is sometimes when you, you suddenly hear that for the first time, oh, my God, all the voices are mine, you have a kind of wow experience, you know. Now, then it goes. The wow goes, and you think, oh, I've lost it. No, you haven't. The voices are still in your consciousness. They just don't have that kind of wow blast going with it, you know. But it's true. And, and gradually, uh, I think we we've come to realize and accept that it's just the way you are. You can't lose it. And it's revealing itself in new ways all the time. And people say, yeah, but I've still got problems, you know. Life is problems. Thank you. I don't know if you'll follow this. This is, a, this is rather a bit of an in-joke, really, but... Life is one damned problem after another. It is. It's one damned problem after another. And a lot of people think, you know, ah, okay, I've solved that one, great. I'm into clear, calm waters now. Oh, my God, something else. Oh, no, it always happens to me. Oh, I thought I'd solved it, you see. No, this is life. It is one problem after another. So it makes a difference if you realize that and accept it. Otherwise, you're just always struggling because something is going to come up and be problematic again, and you'll think, oh, no, you see. But if you're kind of prepared and recognize it's the nature of life, you're in a better position because you're not flawed by it. You say, oh, okay, yeah, that's the next. So then uh, you can also think, well, actually, I mean, for a start, the problems come from here. The problem where does my voice come from? Out of the void. Where does the problem come from? Out of the void. Hopefully a solution is going to come out of the void later. Right. Anyway, you, you realize, if you think about problems, then another way of, as something that life is always presenting, you see, you're kind of reframing it a bit, aren't you? Oh, no, not another problem. No. Oh, okay, another problem. So it becomes a challenge. And it's a challenge because you are something good will come out of it. You might grow a bit, you see. You might realize something else. So you reframe uh, one damn problem after another, uh, one damn challenge after another. You see, Actually, it's even more than this. The problems or the challenges, if they uh, challenges is leading you into um, realizing something or achieving something or developing yourself. You see, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And in fact, you could say, uh, a de- uh, even more radical way of thinking about it is, is the challenge, it's not a problem, it's a challenge. It's not a challenge, it's a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise because it is potentially opening you to something you couldn't realize any other way. And uh, it is fundamentally pointing out who you are. So I say, life is one damned blessing after another. This is the end of this extract. If you would like to hear and see more of this conversation, then please go to our YouTube channel. You'll find a link to it on our website headless dot org,